I'm Alex Melia, and this is Our Voices on Climate Change, a stage for real people to tell the real stories we never get to hear. In this series, we hear impassioned stories from those dedicating their lives to help our planet. If you'd like more people to hear these stories, please share this episode with a friend. In today's episode, we'll hear how a man from a long line of coal miners is helping to turn the tide on climate change. I used to be angry about everything four years ago when I first started, because of course it all comes at you like a freight train. You're like, God, this is insane what we're doing here. This is Dave. He decided to start a DIY project on the little cabin outside his house, which he uses as an office. And I was keen to put solar panels just to put some extra oomph in the cabin that I could be more self-sufficient with a view to reducing my carbon footprint. Like any good DIYer, Dave turned to YouTube for advice. And as you look at you know, what it's like on YouTube, you look at tutorials to learn how to do these things and those tutorials take you down a rabbit hole of all sorts of other videos that link here and there and that's how YouTube works of course. I started getting drawn into videos that were more generally talking about climate change and the severity of the situation that we faced. His rabbit hole led him to a book called A Farewell to Ice by Professor Peter Wadhams. He spent 45 years in the Arctic basically tracking the thickness of the Arctic sea ice. The book gives a more broader picture of the implications of that reduction and that very dramatic reduction in the volume of Arctic sea ice the Arctic and the poles really do act as our air conditioner for the Earth. They really stabilise the climate. Once that ice goes, those stabilisation factors go along with it. So the one thing ice does do is it reflects a lot of heat back into space. They call it albedo because it's white. And in basic terms, you take that white away, you're left with a very dark blue ocean which absorbs heat. So you don't get any reflection of the heat back into space. You get all the heat being absorbed into the oceans and then that radiates out to a certain extent in the local atmosphere. That was an epiphany to me, that book. It made me realise just how much trouble we're in. This is when Dave decided to start his own channel, Just Have a Think. And I thought, I've learnt a few things. I've managed thousands of people in my time. I'm quite good at standing up and talking to crowds of normal average people, not scientists, and helping them to understand not just the what and how of, of getting things done, but the why. The why is a criteria that many managers I've worked for seem to omit from their sphere of reference. They just tell people what to do, maybe tell them how to do it, and then go away and do it and don't come back till it's done. And they fail to share with people why it's important that those things get done. And if you don't make people understand why they need to do something, they're very unlikely to do it. Whilst he was working his full-time job in project management, Dave used any spare hour he had to put into his channel. I got quite obsessive about it. I mean, from 6pm on Friday evening till... 2pm on Sunday, barring about four hours sleep, all I did was research, write and produce the weekly videos. I was researching for them on the train going to work and on the train coming back from work. As his channel grew, Dave discovered a brilliant community of like-minded people actively making steps to help the planet. However, he also discovered the other side of this coin. You find out that there's opposition to climate change and that sort of drives me on a little bit because we need to get over that opposition and we need to get the masses to understand the reality of the science of climate change, not the denial and the obfuscation and what they call fear, uncertainty and doubt, FUD, in the United States that the incumbent operators would like to inject into the conversation to ensure that people just get confused 
by the message. And, and in many cases, you know, they know they're talking to people who would like to hear. It's like going to the right doctor, isn't it? You get ill and you go to one doctor. You don't want to know that you're ill. So you keep going to more and more doctors until you find one that tells you you're not ill. It doesn't make you any less ill. It just means someone's told you the wrong thing to make you feel better. And that's precisely what denial is. They know they're talking to people who'd like to hear that climate change isn't a problem because that means they can get on with their lives and not have to worry about it. A lot of people are very receptive to that denial message. At first, Dave was angry all the time. And it's important to, like with everything else in life, it's important to not ignore your emotions, but embrace them and allow your intellectual brain to be in control of the emotional brain. Not be guided by your emotions, but use them in a constructive way, but be guided by your intellect. Going back over a hundred years, Dave's family come from a long line of coal miners in the northeast of England. As someone who has extensively researched sustainable energy, I wondered whether he had any reflections on this. There's no question, you know, taking coal out of our power equation is absolutely essential and the, and the UK's done better than anywhere else in the world at that, arguably. I think coal is less than 2% of the energy mix now. Whereas only 20 years ago, it was, I don't know, 40 or 50, maybe 60% of the energy mix. So that's a massive change. But the consequences to society have been enormous. It's one of the most important challenges of the move to a sustainable future is to take those communities with them and give people in those communities gainful employment. There's nothing to stop these skilled operatives moving across into the renewable sector because there are going to be hundreds of thousands, if not millions of jobs created in the green technologies of the future and green technologies of now. The wind industry, the solar industry, you know, the electricity industry, going around converting people's houses from, from gas boilers to whatever the new technology, air source, heat pumps or whatever. You know, there's jobs in that and there's probably two generations worth of good paying, you know, highly skilled jobs available as part of the transition. And we need to make sure we're prioritising if necessary, subsidising the retraining of those people into those new professions. School teachers have got in touch with Dave to express their thanks. The general feedback has been that they've used the video in their lessons at the start of the lesson because it's a 15-minute video and then they're able to make the rest of the lesson a discussion about that particular topic with the, with the class. He's also read comments such as... I've used your videos to talk to my father-in-law and these complicated issues that I get tongue-tied when I'm trying to explain them to my family members or friends down the pub. I just give them a link to your video and say, watch that and then come back and we'll talk. That's very gratifying. So those sort of things, they really drive you forward. Dave's advice to you is just four simple steps. Change your bank account to an ethical bank that never invests in fossil fuel projects. If you have a pension, change your pension fund to a pension fund that is completely divested from fossil fuels. Change your heating and, and energy in your home to a green energy supplier if you can. Not everyone can do that, but if you can, then do it. Write to your elected representative and tell them how disappointed you are in the lack of action in your country towards climate change and make sure you're supporting the politicians who are advocating for climate change in your country. Do those four things if you can. It's clear to see that Dave's voice is an extremely important one in the battle against climate change. He speaks with both passion and clarity. He has also clearly reflected on the issues and the reasons why so many people are often opposed to change. However, knowing why people are opposed to change won't automatically remove that opposition. Yet Dave is able to provide clear and practical explanations as to what the issues are 
and most importantly, why they need to be dealt with. Dave believes that focusing on the why is what will eventually encourage people to take the issues more seriously. And as the greenhouse effect continues, those reasons will become ever more apparent. The challenge that exists for all of us is to make the necessary changes before climate change itself becomes irreversible. If you want to keep in touch with the show and be the first to find out what's coming up next, go to our website, www.ourvoicespodcast.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook. The links are in the show notes. And if you haven't already, give us a quick follow in your favorite podcast app. See you for another incredible story next week. Thanks so much for listening. Now you probably know I'm looking to grow this show. Since you're here, I'm guessing you're a fan, but you might not know how to help. Here's how. One, tap follow wherever you're listening. Two, give it a five-star review on your podcast app. This helps more people discover the show. Three, send this episode to one person. They'll thank you for it later. I really appreciate your help. See you on the next one.